0: Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah indoors. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me here on Seizure Salad. I'm your host, electrostatic meat sack and Lab Rat. It's Micah B-side. And today I've got a really cool guest joining me. She's going to share her story. I'm joined by Heather Hutchison, an award-winning author and musician and songwriter. Heather is uh, from Canada and she's blind from birth. She's got an incredible journey to share with us today. And I'm not going to spoil too much about this. Uh, she wrote a book about it, actually, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this a little bit today. Wow, what a journey Heather and her partner went through. <laughs> so, uh, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Heather, Heather Hutchison, Heather, how you doing today?
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh yes, thank you so much for joining. Now we oftentimes bring people on with seizure conditions or neurological conditions per se. And, you know, the stories they're share, they share transcend a lot of other conditions that people have because the emotional and mental fallout from these types of things that people go through really aren't aren't specific to, say, epilepsy or PTSD or anything like that. These are things that people experience across the board. And one thing I noticed from reading parts of your book, I, I noticed that that there is a lot of commonality in some of the things that you went through that a lot of people with epilepsy go through as well. Um, tell us a little bit about the book, how you came about writing it. And I want to hear, just share with our listeners a brief outline of, of how you found yourself in the position you were in the book. You were a new world traveler. I'll just leave it at that and, and let you fill in the gaps.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, so like you said, I have a new book out. It's called Holding On By Letting Go. And it's basically my journey through life as a blind person in Canada and Latin America. And coinciding with that, my struggles with my mental health since I was really young. And so it really kind of gets into both of those, sort of parallel things and ultimately the what culminated in my hospitalization for psychiatric care at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic which is kind of where I got the idea to write the book because I realized when I was going through it when I was really struggling with my mental health and when I was about to be hospitalized my loved ones were kind of looking into what it was going to be like for me and i didn't know what it was going to be like for me and there wasn't a ton of information out there except for some like really clinical sort of articles so i really decided that i should share my story as a way to educate people who you know maybe their family members are going through it or maybe they're concerned that they're going to go through it and they don't really know what that looks like. And it doesn't really look like how it's portrayed in the movies and the media all the time. So I really wanted to take people, you know, behind those locked doors and really show them what it was actually like there. And also as somebody with, with a disability because that sort of factored into it as well. And then people are always asking, you know, oh, what's, what's it like to be blind? What's it like to have a disability? And I mean, how do you sum that up in like a short response? So I decided that I should really tell my story because people would be like, oh, you know, it must be so hard to have a disability. And yeah, it is. I think anybody who says otherwise is either lying to you or themselves, but it's not really hard because of the, the way people think it's hard, you know, being blind. It's not hard because I can't see my loved one's faces or the sunset or whatever it's hard because of people's perceptions of it. So I hoped that by sharing my story, I could kind of clear up some of those misconceptions.
0: Nice. So it's, you you touched on something really poignant here in that it's not, the difficulty doesn't lie in the physicality of it and how the physical hits you. It's how the emotion of that and, and if people thought differently about it and could see through or feel through our bodies, if they could walk in our shoes um, and then approach it in a different way, if we had a different response from the outside world, it would be a huge difference in the emotions and, and the way we were able to process this is is that kind of similar to, to how you're approaching this? Is, is Am I getting this?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, people look at anyone with a, a disability really, and often they see pity and we don't want their pity. We want their acceptance.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and did these experiences, because um, you're also a, an accomplished uh, songwriter and musician. And I'm wondering if the book, and these experiences you've recently went through also come into play in some of the um writing and the music that that you've been working on recently is this also an extension of that or was this something that was you've been doing much longer
1: I've been doing it a lot longer. I can't really remember a time when I didn't write songs. Like I'd be like six years old and I'd have one of those stupid old tape recorders with me that like weighed 20 pounds and well, (laughs) 20 pounds, but they were super heavy and I'd carry it around and just like be writing songs all the time. Um, My first album came out when I was 16. So yeah, I have been doing it a while. And the the mental health and the kind of isolation that, that can sometimes come from having a disability, definitely always has factored into the music i think the the work that i'm doing right now we're actually like just starting this week um the recording of a new album which is really exciting and i think yeah like the songs really are kind of a parallel experience of what i went through in in the book just in musical form
0: yeah yeah and and it it seems well, of course. As a musician, you know you are writing. So much of what you're writing about is from within your heart and is from your life. So, if it weren't, it it just seems it wouldn't be genuine. So that completely makes sense. Completely makes sense. Um, so a brief timeline of this: you you were in Canada, and your partner is is Jordan, right? Is it it? His name is Jordan, yes. right? And. Uh, So, how did you two meet, and how did you guys find yourself down in in Latin America?
1: We actually met in the recording studio. He played on my second second album. He's a session bass player, and South America was really, honestly, kind of why not? (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of grew up in Canada, surrounded by the Latin Canadian, like the Latin community in Canada. And I'm going to make some huge generalizations here, but generally people in canada have one of two responses to my blindness they either try and like studiously avoid it to the point where it's uncomfortable because you know they want to ask about it Uh or they pretend they're completely cool with it by like cracking jokes and everything which is cool i like a good blind joke as much as the next person (laughs) but people really aren't as original as they think i've heard them all pretty much a thousand times before but people in latin america I think they're maybe more used to adversity, so they don't really get bothered by the things that make people here uncomfortable. So if they want to ask a question, if they actually know me, you know, they just ask or more than that, honestly, they don't ask so much as they just observe and they're just like a lot more comfortable with it. So I wanted to having that experience in Canada, I wanted to be surrounded by it and to go down to south america and be different for a different reason you know instead of being the blind girl all the time be the girl from canada
0: yeah that makes sense that totally makes sense so where in south america did did you guys end up this is to my sick kids time to flip this shit sticks i don't give a fuck what you're into the sentence sun use it as a weapon when it's said and